to the SEMA show. It's been a while, but I'm feeling a little on fire for not a very interesting reason. It is, uh, what day is it? It's Tuesday. It's September 21st. It's, I think, the first day of fall. But then some people said yesterday was because, you know, we've talked about this. I've talked about this, that they moved, they moved our equinoxes and our solstices around. Anyway, who are they? Who are those people? Uh, I'm in my car. I'm parked uh, near UC Berkeley campus because I have to teach in, I don't know, 20 minutes, something like that. And I was just listening. Okay. So I'm a huge fan of Ted Lasso. A huge fan? I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of Ted Lasso. It's not perfect. Several of the episodes in season two I found dumb. Um, but some of them are so good. Anyway. So my favorite character, which does not make me in any way original, is the Roy Kent character played by Brett Goldstein. It's a gold something. Anyway, oh my gosh, there's so many uh, associations going on in my mind right now. I don't know if I'm going to be able to be clear. Because so Brett Goldstein is, according to Wikipedia, maybe he does not self-identify this way. So I'm sorry, Brett, A, for calling you Brett when we don't know each other, and B, for making assumptions or trying not to make assumptions. I don't know what's happening. But Wikipedia uh, says he was raised in a British Jewish family. Now, the reason why that is significant today to me is that (laughs) until today and starting three days ago, I started wearing my Star of David. And I was doing it as an experiment because uh, I have an Israeli student this semester, American-Israeli, Israeli-American, whatever, um, who was telling me about uh, sort of being in every class. Every class she's been in at Cal so far, she's a freshman, so she hasn't been in that many. And no matter what the topic was, of course, except my class, this did not happen in my class. Um, Not that it wouldn't have, but it didn't. Uh, The professor uses the Israeli-Palestinian conflict or the Israeli occupation uh, as an example. Like, you know, something bad in the world. For example, Israel. And she's been getting upset I probably in part because of the content, but what she said to me was because of the way it never gets unpacked, that it's just like a drive-by example. And I was like, oh yeah, I, I can see that. That could be, you know, maybe a moment where you want to raise your hand and be like, what do you mean by that? But you won't do that because you're the only Israeli in the class or something like that. And I don't know her politics. Well, I shouldn't say I don't know them at all because then she said to me, you know, and and, and it's just, they keep saying like, you know, they took the land, they took the land from people. And, you know, that's not what happened. Nobody took land. And I was like, no, people took land. I mean, taking land is, that's what, that's why, that's America. That's lots of different places. Uh, um, Colonialism, imperialism, all the bad things. You know, Israel is part of that story. And I was encouraging her to sort of, you know, look into that and think about that. But whatever, the point is, is... I very rarely have Jewish students in my classes, very, very rarely. So when I do my like, let's read the syllabus like the Haggadah at Passover, they look at me like, what's Passover and what's a Haggadah and who are are you? And then some of them know like the story of Exodus so they can like connect up with that. But most of them don't know anything about it, which is fine. It's just you grow up in New York Jewish and like everybody knows. So, um, uh, So I decided as an experiment to wear my Star of David, which I haven't worn in decades, but I still have it. 
And it's this gold star that I actually got in Israel when I was 15 years old. And I was not happy in Israel. I was there for a few weeks with my family and there were people, this was before the Intifada and there were, you know, just soldiers everywhere with guns. And I thought, how is this a happy place? There are guns everywhere. Um, you know, I wasn't thinking about the fact that in America, there are also guns everywhere, just hidden in your pocketbook when you go to Walmart. Okay. So, um, it's a little gold star. It says Shalom in Hebrew on one side and Shalom in English on the other. And, uh, or rather in, you know, Arabic letters, is that what you call them? Our uh, English letters? Why does that sound weird? Okay. Well, it doesn't matter. Um, so I put it on because I thought, let me see if I, I don't know, get any commentary, get any weird treatment or whatever. And I have to say, folks, there is no way I could know whether or not anybody was treating me differently or making assumptions because I was so uncomfortable and so convinced that people were making assumptions about me, about my level of religiosity, about my politics. I assumed everyone decided I was a Zionist. I mean, these are just people, you know, I barely, I didn't even wear it to campus yet, which was my thing. I was going to wear it to campus and see what would happen. <laughs> but I have never felt so uncomfortable wearing something in my life, except like, you know, nylons, but that's a different kind of uncomfortable. So very interesting. I took it off. I, I just can't do it. And now I'm wearing uh, this gold disc. It's a disc um, which has this cool like spiral sun pattern and it has an E engraved in it, which is for my mom's name, Elise. And this was a pendant. I guess you call it a pendant. And now I'm thinking about pendere and you're like, hey, that means hanging. It all makes sense to me now. A thing that hangs. Whoa. Pendant. Okay. Um, that my, it was my mom's or it is my mom's. I don't Anyway, it was given to her by her brother's wife who she didn't like. I don't think she dislikes her now, but she didn't like her then. And so, you know, she doesn't feel warmly toward it, but it looks really nice. I mean, it's on this little gold chain. Okay. But the reason why I hopped on to podcast before teaching is because I was listening. Oh my gosh, it's taken me a while, six minutes to get back to Brett Goldstein. So Brett Goldstein plays the grumpy, uh, soccer player come coach uh, on Ted Lasso and he's hilarious and he turns out he has a podcast and his podcast is about movies and he gets famous people uh, on let me just see what the name of it is I already forgot it's called it's called films to be buried with which is not a great title but films to be buried with with Brett Goldstein and basically they he asks people they're, he tells them they're dead, and now these are the movies they're going to take with them, the movies that have had the most, uh, you know, to heaven, to hell, wherever you go, um, into the form of a, you know, caterpillar. Um, they take, uh, what am I saying? What am I saying? Oh, yeah. So then he asks them, like, what's your favorite film? But, like, you know, what's your favorite film, least favorite film, film that you remember the most, film that you loved, and now you watch it and you realize it's gross, uh, whatever. A whole bunch of good film questions, and in fact, I'm going to, write them down and then I'm going to answer them all because, you know, I'm going to pretend Brett Goldstein wants to talk to me, which if you're listening, Brett, which you're not, it would be wonderful to talk with you. Okay. Um, but so the reason why I got all uppity is because I, like I've said before, I dig Brene Brown. She's imperfect, but I love her imperfections. I love who she is. I just think she's hilarious. I love her laugh. Her laugh makes me, she wheezes and cackles. It's just like a good combination. So she hates 
And I quote, well, she's, she doesn't like the word hate. So she made, came up with, she's repelled by slapstick and by, I quote, physical comedy. How can you not, like, what kind of person doesn't find physical comedy funny? I mean, I understand, like, maybe, like, Three Stooges kind of physical comedy where they're, like, punching each other and slapping each other, like, the actual meaning of slapstick, right? Slapstick. Is that what it was originally called? Slapstick? Oh, my Lord. I have to look that up next. Okay. Uh, but like good physical comedians like Bill Irwin or even Will Ferrell, who she was saying like she loves Will Ferrell, but she doesn't like his movies because they're too there. And she was calling it like dumb comedy. Like it's not comedy for smart people. And I am sorry. This comes back to like the dance stuff. Like you, it's a kind of, it's not only a kind of smart, it's a smart we all should have. Like being able to like, uh, recognize the intelligence in a body, a body that can be funny, that can use itself to be funny or a person who can use their body to be funny um, is hugely brilliant. I mean, it's just, well, it's, well, obviously it's one of my favorite kinds of comedy. No shame there. Oh, shame researcher, Brene Brown. So if you're listening, Brene, sorry if I calling you by first names, but that's what the SEMA show is about. It's not called the Belmar show. It's not called the Dr. Belmar show. So you can happily, you know, find me and say, SEMA, you're wrong about physical comedy, but I'm not. I'm right about physical comedy. I'm right about so many things. I'm actually wrong about most things, but this one I'm not wrong about. So I, no, I don't love like naked gun movies either. Or like, I don't even think I thought airplane was that funny, but good physical comedy is my favorite thing in the world. And even like the subtlest stuff. So that's what I'm leaving you with as I go off and teach youth. Mm-hmm.